Great God is so great. Have a great show, Pastor. I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Well, the Bible is right. The Bible is right. Glory to God. If you don't learn anything else from uh, all this 31 chapters of Proverbs, you'll definitely learn that the Bible is right because I say it every program. Amen. Because I believe it with all my heart. We stake our lives on God's word and his word is reliable because he's reliable. Amen. Glory to God. And so we can rest our whole life upon the truth that is in God's word. Beloved, we're in, you know this, we're in the 22nd chapter of Proverbs, uh, 22nd, yeah, 22nd chapter, the ninth verse. 22nd chapter, the ninth verse. And the 22nd chapter, the ninth verse, once again in the King James, it's a little, uh, but we'll, 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 we'll pull some things out of it. Amen. Glory to God. Proverbs 22.9, King James Version, Protestant Bible says, He that hath a bountiful eye shall be blessed, for he giveth of his bread to the poor. And the good speed says, A man of kindly eye will be blessed, will be blessed, for he gives of his bread to the poor. That man will be blessed, a kindly man. And a positive thinking Bible says, quote, The Lord blesses everyone who freely gives food to the poor. Amen. Who get freely gives food to the poor. Let's look at the, read that King James one more time. He that hath a bountiful eye shall, shall be blessed. For he giveth his bread to the poor. Now understand, I, I'm 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 going to be talking about physical bread, but also you can be blessed when you give spiritual uh, food to people who uh, don't understand spiritual things, and you give them. They might be materially rich, but spiritually poor. Amen. And when you give the poor, that is or spiritually food, glory to God, you can be mightily blessed. Now, uh, a man with a bountiful eye, this man in this verse is a generous man, and this is a picture or description of a man with a bountiful eye. And I that upon the sight of one in misery or 
or in poverty or hungry, this person is moved with compassion. Uh, he, he also gives bread to the poor, but not all of his bread, because this verse says, he that giveth of his bread. So part of his bread. But 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 a person who's moved with compassion, when they see someone poor, I, immediately the first person that came to my mind was my own son, Nicholas. If we're out someplace driving around, and we pull up to a little store or something, and there's a homeless person there or someone um, begging or something. My son, nine times out of ten, he'll go give the person something. He He's moved with compassion when he sees somebody struggling. He, he's moved with compassion. Now, um, the man that is the man that is uh, uh, generous and has a bountiful eye, another person in my life that, that's really moved with compassion is my wife. She really is a giver. And when she sees someone with a placard saying, uh, please help um, homeless or, or disabled veteran or whatever, she will, she will get out the car and person uh, uh, some finance or out the window, she'll give them something. Very compassionate people. They have a bountiful eye. And one that has a bountiful eye, these people become mightily blessed. Notice what the verse says. Uh, uh, he that hath a bountiful eye shall be blessed. Shall be blessed. Because the folks that that have a bountiful eye and give to the poor, that man becomes blessed because when he gives, all about him pronounces blessings and speak well of him. They bless and pray for him, and because of the multitudes of prayers that go up to God for him and answer to all their prayers, God pours out a blessing upon that man. Amen. The man that bountifully gives is finally overtaken by blessings from God and man, and his family rises up and calls him blessed also. Now, these kind of verses, it's in these kind of verses that I found out about the power of almsgiving. I found out about the power of almsgiving. Um, I didn't. I didn't really understand almsgiving until I got a hint. One time I gave a gentleman, I think um, I'm not as generous as my wife. I usually give, if someone has a placard and he says homeless or something, I'll give the person $2, maybe $3. Mo, my wife gives 10 and $20. She's a, she's a giver. I don't, I'm not quite that generous. I haven't got there yet. I'll get there. But, um, but one time I gave this gentleman uh, $2, and he, he blessed me. He said, God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. And so I got a revelation. And I, I, I got a revelation of almsgiving. And I said, no wonder God said to give alms to the poor. Because I discovered the power of almsgiving because I recognized when we give someone 
uh, uh, blessings, nine times out of ten, they'll turn around and bless you back. Times if you said good morning to somebody, good morning, and what do they do? Nine times out of ten, they're going to say good morning, amen. A blessing is going to come back to you. And I thought, hmm, isn't that interesting? We give a blessing, and we give a material blessing, and they turn around and pronounce. Now, they don't recognize it as a blessing. They're not thinking, I'm about to give Pastor Williams a blessing. No, no, no. That don't even come in their mind. They're not even in that, that ballpark. Most times they just say, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Sometimes they say, God bless, God bless, God bless. But there's those, they pronounce a blessing upon you without realizing it. And when I went in the Bible, I started looking about almsgiving in the Bible just on a surface level at that time. I, 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 it, it just, the revelation came to me. My goodness, no wonder we want to give alms to the poor. You look up the scriptures, and the Bible says that he that gives to the poor will never lack. He that gives to the poor, loan it to the Lord, and what he gives them, he'll repay them again. All kinds of blessings come on the head of those that give to the poor. And I said, I got it. I got it. We give alms, and the ble- what we get, not that we're in it, but it's very nice when you give. And a blessing is pronounced upon you. And so from then on, I've made it a, I made it more of a, a conscious uh, effort and desire to give to people who are poor and destitute and needy. Amen? Because without realizing it, when you give, you receive. Amen? The power of giving and receiving. And that's that's another way I looked at it when I first started on my journey to find out about the power in almsgiving. That 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 powerful mechanism, that that powerful spiritual principle that God put in this earth, that you that you give, as you give, you receive. Uh, be not deceived. God is not mocked. What is that? Uh, God, I think it's Galatians 6, 7. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Amen? And so you start the, you start the receiving engine going. You give, and it, it primes the pump for you to give, for you to receive. And then you give, and the person without realizing it, pronounces a blessing upon your head. Amen. And 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 you you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised when you walk away or drive away after giving somebody uh one time I, w- I was in I think this was I've I've moved so much o- around this country. There's times I forget what in what city a particular incident happened. I think I was in Washington DC. I was driving down the street, and this young lady was sitting on a on the stoop of a building. She was just sitting there, and she she looked kind of destitute. I mean, she wasn't raggedy or nothing, but uh, she looked like she was needing some help or something. So I stopped the car, got out, and gave her some money. I tell you, this young lady, 
she blessed my soul. She was so profusely, profusely thankful. She said, oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you. And then now she's thanking. Now, you, so, so, so you say, okay, well, that young lady was thankful. So what, what was the big deal about that? You gave her 2 or $3, and she, she, maybe she was hungry and went and got herself something to eat. Yeah, but that wasn't the end of the story. I was, you see, I was on my way to work when I stopped and gave this young lady a few dollars. And I didn't think any more about it. So I went to work, and I, I decided I needed something out of the vending machine. Uh, my shift hadn't started yet. So I was down in the cafeteria. I went to get something in the vending machine. I put the money in. I pulled the thing at the handle, and the stuff dropped down. But instead of one dropping down, two or three dropped down. Two of them dropped down, or three of them dropped down. That day, for the rest of that day, any I had the mightiest touch. Anything I touched, it, it just blossomed. It just, I mean, blessings just flowed on me. I could do no wrong. Nothing went wrong that day. Everything went right. I mean, I said, I said, boy, I don't know what I did, but but I want to do it again. This is just great. Amen. God just poured out. She must have. The only thing I could think of, maybe she was praying and asking God for a miracle. God, help me, help me, help me. And so God um, used me humbly. I say that humbly. He, he was kind enough, kind enough to give me the aware, awareness to stop and give this young lady some money. And he used me for that incident. And if, if he used me, I'm so thankful, thankful, thankful that he chose me. If he would just choose me, that's a gigantic blessing right there. But he, but he chose me to give this lady, and I didn't know at the time, And uh, but any I had the Midas touch. Anything I did that day went right. Anything I wanted, anything, money, anything. I mean, that day was a golden day from that time on. So the power of a blessing coming on you, it is for real. And uh, I find out so many things I find out accidentally just bumping into them. But a generous man, this verse says, that he that has a bountiful lie shall be blessed. Hold on, I'm up against a commercial. Hold on, I'll be right back. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Uh, 
uh, beloved, we were talking about Proverbs 22.9 and the person with a bountiful lie will, shall be blessed, shall be blessed. And I wanted to just look at, just on a surface level, uh, a prima facie le- level, looking at the power of the blessing. Amen. And so let's go to uh, Genesis 33:11, just to look at it a little bit and see what we're saying here. Uh, Genesis 33:11 says, "Take, I pray thee, my blessing that is brought to thee." Because God hath dealt graciously with me, and because I have enough. And he urged them, and he took it. What's going on here? Uh, This is uh, Jacob. He's meeting his brother after 20 years. He's meeting his brother Esau. And before he met Esau, he sent gifts of, Jacob sent gifts ahead of him so that Esau would receive his gifts. And then uh, in the book of Proverbs, it says, every man is a friend to him that giveth gifts. If you want to be a blessing and be received, if you notice, in the old days, when you went before a king, you had to bring him a gift. You just couldn't walk in and say, hey, how you doing? You'd have to bring him a gift. And the unique thing about Genghis Khan was he commanded that, one, if you came in if you came in front of his presence, that that was one thing. But you had to bring a gift, but it had to be seven of whatever you were bringing him. So if you were bringing him a gold coin, he required that everything had to be in sevens. So you'd bring him seven gold coins. If you were going to give him a white horse, you'd have to give him seven white horses. If you were going to, whatever it was, it had to be in sevens. Amen. And so Jacob here, he's giving his brother Esau, he sent a gift ahead of him. And, and, and his brother Esau said, God has blessed me so much. I have enough, brother. I don't need it. And Jacob said, take, I pray thee, my blessing that is brought to thee, because God has dealt graciously with me. And because I have enough. And he urged them and he took it. So Jacob here is saying, God has blessed me so much. And I'm sharing the the I'm sharing part of my blessing with you. Take it. I am blessed. Take take the blessing that has come on me. I want to give you so I want to share some of my blessing. And then let's look in Genesis. Remember. We're we're not going in depth. We're just looking at a surface level at these scriptures. Thirty nine, thirty nine five. That is that is Genesis thirty nine five. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Jacob's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. Amen. Because of what Potiphar, the, uh, uh, promoting Jacob, uh, Jacob, Joseph, and making Joseph over the head of his house and treating Joseph with respect and dignity, that the Lord blessed Potiphar's house. 
for Jacob's sake, the blessing came down upon that house, and Potiphar's house was blessed. And it was blessed because God put a blessing on his house. Amen? Let's go to uh, Genesis 49, 28. Remember, we're just we're just glancing at these. We're not going in any kind of depth. We're just looking just quickly. Uh, Genesis 49, 28 said, All these are the 12 tribes of Israel, and this is it that their fathers spake unto them and blessed them, everyone, according to his blessing, he blessed them. What's happening here? Uh, in Jewish society, the patriarch, the person with authority, one of the things that he recognized was that among the other powers that he had, he had the power because he was he represented the authority in that family. He had the power to bless. And so he would bless his wife. He would bless his children. He would bless his, his uh, household. He would bless his house, his fields, everything. He had the power to pronounce blessings. And so uh, here, uh, Jacob blessed every one of his sons, all 12. He pronounced a blessing and told them what their, what their end would be, what their future would be. But he pronounced a ble- according to their blessing, he blessed them. Amen. Glory to God. We're going fast here because we only got seven minutes. Go to Job 29. Job 29. I got to go there myself. Job 29.13. Job 29.13. The blessing of him that was ready to perish came upon me, and I caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. Remember what our scripture, Proverbs 22.9 says, that the person that has a bountiful life, they shall be blessed because he giveth giveth of his bread to the poor. Well, here, this is exactly what Job is recounting. He's recounting things that he's done in the past. And one of the things that he did in the past is that that the person that was ready to perish, apparently Job helped them, blessed them, maybe gave them because in some in those days when a person was ready to perish, they would give them some or some wine or hard liquor to help to assuage the pain of perishing. And so because he did that for them, it says the blessing of him that was ready to perish came upon me. What does that mean? When Joseph, um, Joseph, when Job blessed that person, that person laying there pronounced a blessing upon him. Bless you for being uh, generous. Bless you for being considerate. Bless you for being kind. May God bless you in your family and your children. May all your days May in all your days you prosper and God make you fat. See, the blessing, because he blessed others, they even in perishing, they blessed him. Amen. And then it says, and, and, and Job caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. What does that mean? A widow usually was poor. 
and didn't have money because her, her husband died. Well, Job was, the Bible says he was the wealthiest man in the East. So what did he do? Apparently, he took care of widows. He blessed widows. And what was the result of it? They blessed him. Amen? They Now, see, look, when you bless the unsaved, they just say, God bless you, and because that's all they know to say. But when you bless righteous people, people who are saved, they know how to put they know how to pray. And they will say a prayer over you. God bless him. Bless everything he put his hands to, God. Bless him going in. Bless him going out. Bless his store, God. Keep him on the highways, God. Protect his children, God. Cause his wife to be fruitful in whatever she do, God. Oh God, make a way for him to abound in finances, God. Bless his store, God. I mean, they can go on and on and on. And see, you're receiving this. And why was that? It says he caused the widow's heart to sing. Now, if he caused the widow's heart to sing, what do you think she did? Do you think she just said, okay, thank you very much, and forgot it? No, that woman got down on her, God, bless, bless Job for all he's done. He brought grain into my house. He brought all kind of provision, oil, and everything I needed, bread, oil, everything, God. Bless him, God. Bless his family, God. Amen? Do you see the power of almsgiving? The power is when you give to someone without realizing it, a lot of times, particularly the unfaith, they don't know, but they turn around and they start speaking. And life and death is in the power of the tongue. And when you do those kind of things, look at at Proverbs 10.22. Proverbs 22 says, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. So not only do you procure, not only do you procure blessings from you save brothers and sisters that you bless, but you you procure blessings from uh, 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 the unsaved, and then because you're a generous person and God's word cannot fail, he says, he that hath a bountiful eye shall be blessed. Now, there's only one in the universe that I know that can back that up. Shall be, shall be, without fail. There's only one person that I know in this universe that absolutely unequivocally does not fail. Whatever he says, he call, he watches over his word to perform it. He causes it to come to pass. God says you shall be blessed. Why? Because God can back it up. So then the blessing of the Lord comes on you. So you're being blessed. You're receiving blessings from your family. You're being blessed from your colleagues. You're being blessed from the poor. You're being blessed from the widows. You're being blessed from the from the brotherhood. You're being blessed from God. Good grace is alive. You walk around. No wonder it says, glory to God. No wonder it says, he shall be blessed. He shall be blessed. Amen. Glory to God. Because he's discovered, glory to God. He's bumped into this verse. He that hath a bountiful eye. See, stingy people. Oh, these blessings don't come on them. These blessings, have you ever noticed a person asks you, I don't have any money. Boy, they look at you strange. They, they, instead of a blessing, 
they may, without knowing they're doing it, utter a curse. You ain't nothing but old stingy thing. Uh, I hope nothing happens for you. But see, but you're not like that. You you have a bountiful life, and you bountifully give. And because you give, blessings shall come upon you. Amen? For whom God blesses shall be blessed. You know, one time uh, 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 Isaac was talking to Jacob and Esau. And when Esau discovered that Jacob had stolen the blessing from him, and Esau asked his dad, Dad, you only got one blessing? You, now, I'm not quoting it. I'm just paraphrasing what he was saying. Dad, you only got one blessing? Get a blessing to me. And Jacob's, uh, uh, Isaac said to him, he said, I blessed him, and he shall be blessed. It can't be reversed. He shall be blessed. Amen? Glory to God. So have a bountiful eye. Have a bountiful eye. When, you know, I started telling myself, when I see those people with placards and poor people and people that I can help, what that is is that's actually an opportunity to receive a blessing. You give a blessing and you receive blessings. Amen? It's, uh, uh, giving is an opportunity to be blessed because if nothing else, you start God's non-failing spiritual law. Give and you shall receive. Amen. You start that law into operation. Amen. So giving is an opportunity to be blessed. And when you look at it that way, then you don't mind giving two or three dollars to guys standing on the street corner because the Bible says, have mercy on them. Have mercy on them. Amen. And so out of your mercy and compassion, you say to wonderful things to God out there. You give to the poor, and blessings come upon your head. The Bible has the answers. God bless you. I love speaking with you. See you next week. Bye-bye now. I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams. Live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.